Welcome to the Be Free program, where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Roshke, your host, and Dawn Kennedy is here with me as always. Hi, Dawn. Good morning. Uh, we are we are ready to get in the word, to jump in and see what God has for us today. Today, we're going to be talking about divine encounters and connections. I tell you, uh, God wants to uh, have an encounter with you. He wants to encounter you. Uh, the greatest encounter is salvation. Yes. Bar none. Bar none. The greatest encounter is when encounter is when you receive Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and He sets you free. Uh, he breaks off the chains of darkness. He breaks off the sin, the power of sin to control you in you anymore. Uh, I believe it's in Romans. It says says that sin shall no longer exert dominion. Amen. Over you. In other words, it's not going to have control or authority over you anymore. Glory to God. And, it, you know, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from everything. You don't have to live according to your past. You don't Thank have God. to live in that failure and in that shame. You don't have to live in that bondage. And the second one is you can get the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that's right? right? That's the second encounter. Yes. And that's it gives a, you power to yeah. over all that stuff. Yeah, you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And then the benefits of the cross. I yes. mean, I mean, it's... Uh, healing. Healing, deliverance, peace, uh, peace um, provision. Mm -hmm. So many wonderful things uh, because Jesus Christ triumphed on the cross. And I love this. I love this phrase. There's nothing that you will ever face that was uh, Jesus didn't take care of on the cross. Mm -hmm. Nothing you will ever face in life uh, you, that you have to do it alone. There's nothing that you ever face that you will not triumph in Christ. The, uh, the word says, thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. You have to be in Christ by accepting him as Savior. So then the I am is with you. Yes, that's the right. I he am, never leaves you. I am. <clears throat> never leave you. Never forsake you. He's always with us. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, but today we're going to, we're going to delve into, I, I think, a very fascinating passage of scripture. And it's in Acts. And like, like I said, we are talking about uh, divine encounters and connections. And trust me, not only does God have the divine encounter of salvation for you, the baptism, the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, but also in his presence, mm -hmm. divine encounters and connections with people for his glory, <laughs> for, for your good and for his glory. So uh, we're going to talk today. We're going to start with um, Acts chapter 8, verse 1 and 2. And let me just say up front that you, you or a divine in, in, in uh, excuse me divine connection and a divine touch touch point for someone mm -hmm. for someone so in acts chapter 8 verse 1 and Saul uh, was was not only consenting to Stephen's death and we'll go back and look at that in just a moment he was pleased and entirely approving on that day, a great and severe persecution broke out against the church, which was in Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. A party of devout men with others helped to carry out and bury Stephen and make great lamentations. Now, Stephen, we read about uh, back in, let's see here, in chapter 6 uh, of Acts, 
And it's important that we just go back there and look at that before we go further into Saul's divine encounter and his divine connection. And it just, it relates to us today. So Stephen in Acts chapter 6, uh, what verse did I say there? Let me look one more time. It's five. Five. There we go. Five. And the saying pleased the whole multitude. In other words, okay, so let me back up. They had to choose people, right, to do the work of the Lord. They were choosing people. Uh, well, just so it'll make sense if I just read it in verse 1. Now, in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplying, there arose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hellenists because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution. Then the twelve summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, It is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the word. So they needed more help to do the practical things as well. Mm -hmm. So in verse five, and the same pleased the whole multitude and they chose Stephen. Now listen to the characteristics of Stephen. Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. And Philip, uh, Procurus, Nicanor, Timon, and Parmenas, and I'm probably destroying all these words, and Nicholas, uh, another, uh, yeah, Nicholas, a proselyte from Antioch, whom they set before the apostles, and who, and when they had prayed, they laid hands on them. So they, I mean, laying hands on people is biblical. They commissioned them in this. They commissioned, yes. Uh, Then the word of God spread after they commissioned the help that they needed. Mm-hmm. Don't always try to do everything yourself. You can't do everything yourself. Right. You can't do it. You need help. Right? You need help. Yes. Uh, Dawn and I, we function together. We flow in the ministry together very well. Praise God. Uh, what I don't know, she knows and vice versa. And we, we flow together in that. But we still need more help than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, because <laughs> yes. there's, a lot of, there's a lot of practical <laughs> things as well as spiritual things. So don't try to be a lone ranger because we weren't created. That We were created to be the body. Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were created to be the body mm-hmm. where every joint fitly supplies what's needed in the body of Christ. Anyway, that's a side note. So the word of God spread and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem. And a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. Now listen to what happens to Stephen, who is a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. In uh, Acts 6, verse 8, And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. Mm-hmm. And there arose some from, from what is called the synagogue of the freedmen, Cyrenians, Alexandrians, and those from Sicilia and Asia disputing with Stephen. Listen, when you start moving in what God has and you start ministering the word and you start living the way that God is instructing you to uh, expect some opposition. It happens. But be of good courage. <laughs> we, uh, but I'm full of great grace and power. That's mm-hmm. grace and power and walk in the fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. with the help of the grace of God. Uh So they were disputing with Stephen because he was full of faith and power and did great wonders and signs among the people. Did you know that God still wants great signs and wonders among the people? He sure does. Did it? It was there a scripture in third world countries right Right, here, right right here here. in the USA. I have not found a scripture that said anywhere that the signs and the wonders are supposed to stop, Uh, that there's no, no longer supposed to be a moving 
and the power of great wonders and signs among the people. To the contrary, boy, I'm getting off track here, but I'm going to. In Matthew and Mark chapter 16, what did God, what did the Lord tell him? Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And he who believes and is baptized will be saved. And he who does not believe will be condemned. So number one, go preach. And these signs, these signs will follow those who believe. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. If you're a believer, these signs mm-hmm. can follow you. I'm praying for them to follow me, me more too. and more me and more. Too. Lord, I want, not for my glory, but let's do the work of the kingdom. Right. We if got we, things to do. Right. <laughs> we got saved and God left us here on earth for a purpose so that we could do the work Otherwise, of the Lord. Otherwise, he would have just kingdom. taken us yeah. when, we, when we got saved, yeah. right? So He'd there was no up. chance of being backslidden, right? Right, right. He just, yeah, he you saved us. Me. Come home. Right. He, he says, <laughs> uh, go, mm-hmm. preach. Mm-hmm. And these fi- signs will follow those who believe. Are you a believer? Uh, do you believe? Do you trust? Do you have faith? Mm-hmm. Here's what will follow you. In my name, the name of Christ, the anointed one, Jesus Christ. Christ is not his last name. It's his title. Jesus means he saves or he mm-hmm. will save. Christ means the anointed one in his anointing. It's his title. He's It's Messiah. So in his name, not your authority, not your power, they will cast out demons. Cast them out. That word, uh, well, let me get down there. Let me go a little further. And they will speak with new tongues. So you can cast out demons. Yes, there are still demons on this earth. Yes, there are people still possessed. You can cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. Read Acts chapter 2. And they will uh, take up serpents. Okay, that word doesn't mean to play. That doesn't mean play with snakes. Take up actually means uh, remove. It means take away. It means cast away serpents. It doesn't mean play with them. Hmm. You have the authority to cast them I away. I don't want to play with any of right. those. Thank you. And if they drink any de- anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. They will recover. So there's the signs and the wonders. And then verse 20, it says, and they went out. Listen, what happened? Preached everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. That's Mark 16, verse 20. So there's there is accompanying signs when you begin to preach the gospel, when you begin to to do the work, you know, and you don't have to be saved 40 years. Uh, you you know what? When you preach the Bible says, preach Christ and him crucified, preach Christ. Well, you know what? If you've been saved today, you can still go out and preach. This is what he did for me. This is my experience. This is what Christ did for me. He set me free. He delivered me. He saved me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to heaven. Yes, amen. The power of sin is broken off of me. i as many as I can That's with me. Right. Yeah. And the power of sin is broken off me. See, if you don't know that much of the word yet, you can still preach your testimony. Mm-hmm. It says, preach Christ, Jesus saved. Jesus saves. That's, that's the message. And Christ, he's the anointed one. And his anointing, he's the Messiah, the soon coming king. And so I love the fact they just went out. They went right out, the disciples did, and started preaching the gospel. They went, they preached the gospel in the world. Uh, they were baptized, they believed and were baptized and saved those that believed and signs followed them. Wow. 
And it says they went out and preached everywhere. Listen to this. The Lord working with him. I don't want to go try to do the ministry without the Lord working with me. Yes. I have to have him. I'm not that smart. I'm not that talented. I'm not that educated. I work with him. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. Well, he says right here he works with us. Yes, that's true. Because it's his word. Mm -hmm. So he's working with us. But yeah, we've got to do it under the inspiration and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And they went out and preached everywhere. You don't have to have a platform, guys. I love it when I go speak at conferences or preach at a church or radio or TV. I love it. But I don't have to have a microphone to preach. Mm-mm. God can do some, like, we're going to get into further we have about. a sphere of influence wherever right. we are. And we can, we'll talk a little bit about divine connections, uh, divine encounters. And you, you are set up by God to be a divine encounter for other people and to have divine encounters with him and to be a divine connection, a divine touch point that connects people to Christ. And you don't have to have a microphone. You don't have to be on TV and radio. You can do it right where you are in the grocery store. You can do it at school. You can do it at work. No, at you, no matter where you are, you can do it. You don't have to have a title to preach. You don't have to have a title to do the signs and wonders. Amen. What is it? What's the requirement? Belief. Belief. Let me say it again. It's real difficult. Believe. <laughs> we make it so it's hard. A word, isn't it? Yeah, Believe. right. It's right. a hard word. It's a hard word. But we make it hard sometimes saying, well, God couldn't use me. Yes, he can. You are set up for someone else's destiny, for to, to be a divine connector, a divine encounter through which the power of God and the Holy Spirit flows through the through you. Whether you've been saved today or I've been saved for 45 years, going on 46, it does not matter if you have the Spirit of God on inside of you because you've asked Him into your heart to forgive you of your sins. You have asked Him to be Lord of your life and you have confessed your sins. If you have done that, then the word that Jesus, the, the spirit of God indwells you. If you haven't done that, do that right now. Lord, come into my heart. Lord, I'm a sinner. Forgive me. Cleanse me. Wash me. Change me. Take over my life. I lay everything down. I give you all my past. I give you today and I give you my future. I want to serve you. Be in control. Be the Lord of my life in Jesus name. And then that qualifies you right there. Mm-hmm. You are then a believer. The Bible says you're a new creation in Christ. All things have passed away and all things have become new. And so, by the way, if you did that, call our prayer line. It's free. And we want to send you out some scriptures free that will help you at 866-241-0579. Or if you need prayer for anything else, they'll pray with you. 866-241-0579. So we're, we're getting back around over here. I just want to say, too, sure. that not only do, does he have encounters for you to uh, help someone else, he has encounters divinely destined for you to grow you and to bring you closer to him. His, he is all about those encounters on both sides. It's, it's, a, it's not just a, a give, give, give. It's a give and take. It's a give and take. You, he gives you some and you, and, you, and you give some away. He gives you some, you give mm-hmm. some away. And it's on both sides. And he uses you Mm -hmm. for his glory. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. He pours into you because he loves you, but also to pour out. Mm -hmm. And don't just take it for yourself, you know, not just for you. So, okay, here we go. Back over now in Acts chapter 6. So we've read about Stephen. We read about him being full of the Holy Spirit. He was chosen, full of the Spirit, doing signs and wonders. And then he began to be opposed. He began to be um, persecuted. 
Mm -hmm. Okay. So in Acts chapter 6, let's go back over here. Verse 9. Stephen, what verse did I say? You stopped at verse 9. Yes. So they disputed with Stephen, and they were not able to resist the wisdom and spirit by which he spoke. And then the crowd, they secretly induced men to say, we have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and God, and they stirred up the people, the elders and the scribes. Sometimes when the people get stirred up (laughs) for the wrong thing. Uh, we need to get stirred up by the Spirit of God for the kingdom of God, but not, not all this. And they came upon Stephen and seized him and brought him to the council, and they had false witnesses. And so this man does not cease to speak blasphemous words against his ho- his, this holy place and the law is what they said. For we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and change the customs which Moses delivered to us. And all who sat in the council looking steadfastly at him, who, Stephen, saw his face as the face of an angel. So uh, you, you, they, they knew the presence of God they knew was he'd upon been with him. God, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He had been with the, the Lord. And in chapter 7, well, let's skip on over here. We're going to go over to chapter 7, verse 54. Because he gives them a a dissertation, Stephen does. He begins to break down the word. Uh, He begins to share with them the good news of the gospel. And they are just not having it. And so what did they do in in chapter 7, verse 54? When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart. When they heard the gospel preached, when they heard the word of God broke down from the Old Testament all the way through, they were cut to the heart. But instead of being convicted and repenting and drawing near to God, what, listen to what they end up doing. They gnashed at him with their teeth, at Stephen, who was full of the Holy Spirit doing signs and wonders. But he, Stephen, being full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Now, he knows they're about to stone him to death. What does he do? He doesn't cry out in fear and trembling. He doesn't curse at the the people. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't get mad at the people. He doesn't rail at them. He being full, see, being full of the Holy Spirit and his word and the presence of God, having that daily infilling, daily endpoint, that daily encounter and a fellowship communion with the Lord will help you to see things differently. It'll open up your eyes to the spiritual realm, to the kingdom of God and see things from a different perspective than just what you're hearing and seeing and what's happening at that moment. It will take you up to a higher place and you will see from God's perspective. And it's usually gives you peace, right? (laughs) Right, right. It does. It gives you total peace. Mm -hmm. Shalom. Yes. And so what a lesson. What a lesson we can learn from Stephen. They're, na- they're cut to the heart. They're furious. They're gnashing at their, their teeth at him. So it doesn't matter what your situation no. is right now. No. You can look doesn't to matter. heaven. Look up. Look up. Yeah. And ask God to show you the higher thing. Mm-hmm. There's a scripture that says, um, I'm trying to remember where it was. I can't remember where it is right at this moment. But it says, looking away unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. That may be Hebrews, but looking away from what? 
all of this, all the distraction, all the persecution, whatever it may be, the trauma, the trouble, the problems, looking away unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. What he begins, he completes. What he says he'll do, he will perform. So Stephen was full of the Holy Spirit and gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God. Don't you want to see the glory of God? Mm -hmm. And Jesus, he saw Jesus standing at the right hand of God, his Savior, his Redeemer, his Lord. And he said, look, look, he's telling them, look, he wants them to see it. He wants them to get it. Look, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. What a vision. Mm -hmm. What a thing to see. I see the heavens open. We have an open heaven. If you're a believer, if you're a child of God, you have the privilege of operating under an open heaven. Sometimes we just aren't aware of it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we don't acknowledge it and we think the heavens are brass. No, they're not. No, they're not. We have an open heaven before us. And so he says, look, look, I see the heavens open. I want you to begin to right now to begin to ask the Lord, Lord, give us a heavenly perspective as we end out the first half of this program. And we'll be right back. It just, I mean, just in a few seconds. So don't go anywhere, Facebook, and don't change your, uh, the radio. But he, he says, look. So I pray now for you that you look. Lord, give us eyes to see what we've not seen. Uh, give us a heavenly perspective that we've not had and the most difficult things and, and, and the simple things and the difficult things. Cause us to be able to see. I pray that the scales fall from our eyes. I pray that we would begin to uh, see with exactly what you would have us to see. That we would begin to see how the kingdom of God functioned. That we would see the heavens opened. And you, Bob, Lord, your word says to come boldly, come boldly to the throne room of grace to find help in the trouble. Because, because of the blood of Jesus, we can come right in. We can press in. So, Lord, we ask that you would help us to see your glory, to gaze into heaven, to see Jesus standing at your right hand and to see and, and declare that the heavens are open. Mm-hmm. And cry out to you begin to change our perspective we invite you into into that situation we invite you into our 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 realm father god of, of our where we're walking and living under we invite you lord take over open our eyes open up our spiritual ears open up our spiritual eyes to see and lord to have revelation and knowledge like we've never had before. Lord, we ask these things in your name. To see, we the, ask you to see the problem as an opportunity instead yes. of an obstacle. Right. What's the opportunity to receive from God in this situation? Mm-hmm. God has some new experience. He has something new of mm-hmm. himself he wants to give you. Reveal to you. He's not holding things back from you. He's not mad at you. He's not uh, setting you aside and saying, no, not you. He's saying, look at me under this open heaven and let me show you the opportunity for the obst- mm-hmm. instead of the obstacle. Right, exactly. And that's what Stephen did. He cried out to God. With, after he said, look, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. What was their reaction? Now we're talking about scribes, Pharisees, you know, uh, people religious. that... Religious. Yeah, religious people that... 
uh, maybe didn't know God at all, had no background of God, was might have been there too, but they were they were there persecuting him. They were following law mm-hmm. instead of the spirit. Right. And so they their reaction was totally different than what it should have been. It was opposite because they cried out with a loud voice and they stopped their ears. They put their finger in their ears and mm-hmm. ran at him with one accord. They come running at this this crowd, this mob comes running with one accord and they are, they've been gnashing their teeth at him. They've been accusing him, persecuting him. And they ran at him with one accord and they cast him out of the city and stoned him. They actually literally picked up rocks and threw them at so many times, so many people, so throwing so many stones and rocks at him that it killed him. Now listen to this, because we're going to talk about Saul in the second half. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at the feet of a young man named Saul. Now remember that for the second half of the program. And they stoned Stephen as he was calling on God. Now listen to this. praying, yes. Yes. Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Mm -hmm. Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not charge them with this sin. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Now, right before we go out of this first half of the program, I want you to look at the power of God and the grace of God uh, that Stephen had at this critical, critical last moments of his life. He rose up into the heavenly perspective. He saw God in the midst of the situation. He saw God. God gave him grace to see. He opened the heavens to him. He is trying to get the people to say, look, look, look. And this is Jesus who I was preaching you about, preaching you about. He's real. He's real. But instead of them responding, they responded in anger and they killed him. And he He cried out, Lord, receive my spirit. He knew where he was going Mm -hmm. because he had a relationship. And he cried out. He said, you know, uh, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit and don't charge them with this sins. Don't hold it against them. And then he died. Wow. So powerful. Powerful. We're going to jump back in in just a moment. Uh, Thank you for joining us to talk out. It'll take a second for uh, and we'll be back. Uh, we have a short commercial on the radio. Facebook came with us. I want to invite you to go to my website at lueda.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. Oh, my goodness. We have tons of free resources, tons of free radio podcast, a previous uh, ministry. We have tons of free uh, videos, um, YouTube videos that, of our actual TV program that airs on Impact Christian Network. Free. We want you to be blessed. We want you to be ministered. Go to our website, lueda.org. I'll be right back. 